Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 105 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex C-A. Alberta's number one owned and operated a place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network, a guy that played with Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager and played against Wayne Gretzky. And we'll also hear Jay Woodcroft, an update from the farm, where the Edmonton Oilers today announced that Dylan Holloway has joined the Bakersfield Condors for the stretch and playoff run. Keep texting us. i got to get to a text here just before I bring Rob Brown in. Uh, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline and text us 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. All right. This text comes to us from the dawn. He says, Bob, your show is getting... He, he says, minuteness. That's what the text says. I, 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 anyways, I think he's in, implying it's getting single-minded. Single-minded. All you are talking about is how good Connor McDavid is. You ask your same guest to comment on how good McDavid is. The text goes on. Listen, Daily Doug is gone for you, Bob. Serious Gord has moved on, but the Don is still here. Brad May... This is what the Don says. John Shannon, Brian Lott, question mark. Time for a change. Have Glenn Sather on, Mark Messier on, or Vicky Moss. That one comes to us from the Don who says he's always listening. All right. A couple things there. First of all, uh, Daily Doug said if the Oilers traded Taylor Hall, he wouldn't do the show. So he hasn't done the show basically since. Uh, and we, we don't do a lot of open line time. I don't know what's happened to Sirius Gord. It's Al May, not Brad May, that we have on the show. We do have Wayne Gretzky on the show, but once every six weeks. Glenn Sather and Mark Messier can be a little bit harder. But you're asking for Vicky Moss. I can get Vicky Moss on the show right here, right now for you, Don. Brendan, bring it. Producer. 
voice by David Foster. That is If I Turn You Away by Vicky Moss from the mid-1980s from the St. Elmo's Fire soundtrack. Don, you asked for Vicky Moss. I got you, Vicky Moss. The name of the song, If I Turn You Away. And right now we're getting texters that are saying I should turn uh, the Don's text away once in a while. This is actually the first time I think we've done. Brendan, seriously, you, I mean, you produced this. Is this not the first time I've ever asked the listeners point blank? Is Connor McDavid the best player we've ever watched play? I think it is. I, I think we. I think it honestly might be, this, genuinely. So, and and you know what? The guy the guy just got to 100 points in 53 games. It's a special time. We bring now our Oilers now headliner for Wilhock beef jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search search for Wilhock W I L H A U K today. Uh, the Don, thanks for playing along. We bring out. Uh, board the dawn of the Oilers Radio Network broadcast, Rob Brown. Hello, Rob. How you doing? I'm doing good. I, you just called me a headliner. I, I think it's been about 35, 40 years since I've headlined anything, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> oh, come on. But we do those events once in a while for uh, John Winwick with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You're, you are the headliner. It's, it's, well, and you, t- you just said Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I don't think I'm headlining anything if the Nuge is there, too. Uh, but that's very nice of you. Yeah, well, I end up having to be the straight guy in that situation, the straight man, right? It's uh, trying to rein it all in, not exactly uh, my forte. All right, look, let's, let's cut to the chase. We are watching, I mean, Rob, you played in, you're the highest scoring player in WHL history. You played with Mario. You played with uh, Yarmir Jager, two dominant players. You played against Wayne. Obviously, it's tough to compare eras you you coach now you're you're you know you do development for young players it's a different time give me your thoughts where is Connor mcdavid at in terms of the greats in the game at least the greats uh, you know you've come across over the last 40 plus years well his season that he's having right now will go down as one of the greatest seasons in the history of the western or in the history of the national hockey league it, it just simply will and i think when you start comparing uh, different eras, it's tough. Obviously, it's it's, it's a different world now uh, in hockey with equipment, with the size of the players, and everything. Rule changes, all of that. So whenever you look at uh, different eras, you look at how much how players dominated the league, how much better they were than everyone else. And you know, for the for the first few years, McDavid was the best player. But when you look at the stats, he would win the scoring title by this much or that much. You know, he'd win it, but he it wasn't the substantial amount that Gretzky would win his scoring title or Mario would win his scoring title. So McDavid was the best player, but the gap wasn't as big. Uh, this year has been different. It's when, if you go over the course of the whole season, and you project how many he would win the, the scoring title by, by the 30, 40 points. So now you're starting to get into the point of, wow, he, he is separating himself from the best in the world. And this is what we said on the radio show the other night with Reed is, it's one thing to be that much better than, you know, if Connor, he's that much better than guys on the Vancouver Canucks. He's that much better than a beat-up Ottawa team. But he's also that much better than Austin Matthews, than, than Marner, than, than Leon. I mean, that's, that's how special this season is. Now, it's comparing him. I don't know if you can compare him yet. Uh, as far as the greatness of Wayne and Mario and Bobby are in the greatest players that ever played because he's still early in his career and there's some championships that he's going to hopefully win with the Oilers. But as far as seasons, this goes down as one of the greatest seasons that the National Hockey League has ever had. And this is, to me, a stepping stone to Connor McDavid cementing himself 
as one of the greatest players that the NHL has ever seen. Rob, have we ever seen a guy this athletically gifted? I mean, in hockey, Bobby Orr obviously was ahead of his time as a defenseman and could skate like the wind. Uh, albeit his career, you know, got shortened because of the knee injuries. Connor is capable of doing stuff today. In my opinion, I think he's the most advanced player we've. I guess that's what I'd say to you. I think he's the most advanced player we've ever seen. Do you agree or disagree with that? Well, I agree because all the players today are, are more advanced than the players from my era, just because they're bigger, stronger, faster. Everything. Um, to me, where you look at the great ones through all the different eras, you look at how much smarter they were than anyone else. Because there's guys that played today that are scrubs or third or fourth liners that are, can skate better than the stars of yesterday just because they're better trained. They're, everything is better for them. They start younger, all the stuff that they do. But it's the guys that think the game, and that's what separates the great ones. I think as far as uh, how dominant he has every shift and all the different um, attributes that he has, I think Bob Yor is the best comparison because he transformed the game when he came in. And injuries probably stopped him from becoming even greater than he was. But with Connor McDavid, it is there isn't a part of his package that isn't there. Like, he is obviously the fastest player in the world, and he gets faster when the puck's on his stick. We've seen now that he can shoot as good as anyone in the National Hockey League, pass as good as anyone. And there are some other players, and you, know, you look at Gretzky's and Maris and stuff, that they're able to do. But what you also see with Connor is his strength um, and his quick feet. Those are things Mario was incredible at everything, but he didn't have the quick feet where in the forecheck, a guy, and this is what you see all the time with Connor, a defenseman or a defending or a player will have a puck, and he'll look and he'll say, okay, i got 15 feet, I've got this much time to make a play. And as he's making the play, Connor lifts a stick and steals the puck. So that's something that uh, you wouldn't see with Gretzky or you wouldn't see with Mario. They were magic with the puck. Connor is the strongest player in the National Hockey League at retrieving the puck, at stealing the puck, because his speed... The first three steps, nobody is used to. Even when you play against these, these teams this year, played them eight, nine, ten times, and they're still surprised at how fast he can close. That's something that separates him. His wrist strength. Uh, he never loses a, a stick battle along the boards. Two guys will be fighting for the puck. Connor wins it every single time. That's, again, something that you didn't see some of the stars from yesterday be able to do. So as far as God-given ability, uh, this is – a prototype. Well, anyone out there that plays video games, when you can build a player, you would be building Connor McDavid because you would give him 10 out of 10 in every single attribute that you're capable of giving. And Connor has the brains to go with it. So he's got the skill, he's got the brains, and that's why you're seeing the special season that he's having. There's another thing, and it's the drive. And I don't oh. want to, right? Like, I mean, you played with Mario. Mario came back from Hodgkin's disease. That takes drive to come back from. But I don't know if I mean, and I think Mario was obscenely gifted—a six-foot-four man that can handle a puck like a wizard, and could do stuff, you know, that was off the charts. I, I, I mean, Rob, you practiced with Mario. You practiced with Jaeger when the spirit moved. Jaeger, you told the <laughs> stories before. I'd like you to maybe relay that story. But I just get the sense that Connor is driven at an all-in level that maybe some others haven't been. What do you think? I 100% agree. So my first ever training camp with Mario Lemieux, we were walking from the high school over to the rink, fully dressed, except for our skates on. So we had our gloves, helmets, everything on except our skates. And he's walking, smoking a cigarette just before getting on the ice for the first day of training camp, which was his first time on skates for the year. 
So he's smoking a cigarette to put to go on the ice for the first time that he's been on the ice. Uh, we'd go to the weight. We have all the testing that all the players have nowadays. And Mario would do one of everything. One push-up, one sit-up, one bench press, one of everything. So his his skill level, God-given skill level, was through the roof. And he, he was one of the most, if not most amazing player ever to watch. He would, he would have been right up there. But the drive that Connor has, the work ethic that Connor has, I mean, his sole purpose is to be the greatest hockey player that ever lived. And not every superstar has that. And and Connor does. And that's what I, we talked about it the other day after the game with, with the Oilers and why the future is so bright for them. They're three stars. They're three leaders. The guys that are the pulse of the Edmonton Oilers, Drysaddle, McDavid, and Nurse, are the three most driven players, the three hardest workers, uh, the three most dedicated players. And that's not always the case. And again, you brought up Yarmir. Yarmir was one of the, the greatest that ever played the game, but when I played with him, if the stock market was down, he wouldn't go on the ice for practice. He'd sit in the dressing room and watch the ticker on the, the TV in the trainer's room. I, I can't see a Connor or a Leon taking a day off to watch the stock ticker. So the, the drive that Connor McDavid has and Nurse and, and Nurse and Drysaddle, but talking about Connor, the drive he has is second to none that has ever played the game of hockey. And you add that, as you said, to the physical attributes, to the smartness that he has. Uh, he could, and it's still young, and there's so many great players that have played. He could one day be the greatest player that ever played this game. And the fun part for you and I and everyone here in Edmonton we get to witness it. All right, so look, we both have a lot of time for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's 28, and at 28, you're kind of set in your way from a training perspective, and he's a good player. He's a good complimentary player. I think the impact of McDavid, Drysettle, and uh, Nurse is going to be more felt with play, and maybe we've already seen it, with Paul Yarby, and maybe where Yamamoto can get to, and possibly where Bruchard and Broberg get to in Holloway. Like, I wonder, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're t- because you're talking about 24, 25 year old guys, and they're setting the standard. And I think that standard often gets set for the players that are coming after, not necessarily the players that, you know, like Larson's had a hard competitive season. Nugent Hopkins is a good player. I just don't know if Ryan could be much better of a player in the future than he already is. But I think that that template that those guys have, that drive, I think that's going to end up. You know, breeding a different type of uh, Oilers player as a result on the development side. What do you think? Well, yeah, I, I know from personal experience, the teams you go to, whatever the leadership uh, direction they go, that's the way you go as a, as a young player. Well, this is okay. This is how it's how it works here. It was this way in junior, or this way in college, but this is what the leadership does here. This is what you're expected, and you follow along. And if the leadership is strong and, and uh, dedication and all that is there, well, you follow the same way. Whereas if you go to a, I mean, a country club, and there are teams that are still like that, old school, well, then that's the way that you will feel that that's the way pro hockey is. So uh, the the template or, or, or the, the map for the Edmonton Oilers is being uh, written and driven by their three-star players. And I tell you, it's, it's a pretty good template. And it's one that the, the ownership and the management, the coaching staff here, it's Okay, we don't have to push these players in practice. We don't have to push these players in the in the weight room or in the gym afterwards because they're leaders. Their best players are already doing that, and that is huge because it 
eventually, it doesn't matter how great a coach a coach is or how good a person he is, when you hear the same person barking at you over and over and over again, eventually it, it falls on deaf ears. So if a coach doesn't have to push you in practice to work harder or to, to be detail-orientated or, you know what, maybe go a little harder on the bike afterwards or maybe push a little harder in the gym, if that's your teammates doing it, oh, my goodness, that is so good for a coaching staff. That's one less thing that you have to push. That's one less time that the players have to hear your voice. And right now, the leadership group of the Edmonton Oilers is driving the bus, and it is driving it in a good direction. Rob, you played with some great players. So I know that there were years Edmonton had really good power plays back in the 80s, and there were years that maybe they were fourth and fifth, which based on the talent level you would think, well, maybe they should have a better power play. The Oilers are going to finish two years in a row with the best power play in the league. It's not ju- it's it's mostly on the players, but is there something tactically in the approach? And you played a lot in the power play, and in the end of your career, you kill penalties against good power plays. Is there something specific Edmonton does from a technical perspective? Um, yes and no. It, it's funny. I always I remember when the Detroit Red Wings used to have their great power plays, and everyone said, "Okay, we're going to do the Detroit Red Wing power play, and we're going to have success." Too. Well, no, you're not, because you don't have Eiserman, you don't have Fedorov, you don't have Lidstrom. So what the, the Oilers practically do is they put the, the, the puck into the strengths of their, their star players and allow them to be creative and allow them to do what they do best. They don't hamstrung them. They don't uh, limit what they're capable of doing. The, what the Oilers have on their power play that no other team in the NHL has is they've got the puck in the four guys. The guy that stands in front of the net, he is just a guy that retrieves and stands in front. Important important position but he's not a guy that's making the plays and the other four guys are all capable of shooting and scoring and capable of making a pass and even go look at the washington capitals and uh, alex ovechkin one of the greatest goal scorers that ever played when the puck's going to his stick everybody in the ring knows he's shooting right and that makes it a little bit easier as a penalty killer okay if it goes over there i know i got to get in a shooting line and i can sell out well with the oilers nugent hopkins barry dry mcdavid all capable of shooting from long range and scoring, all capable of going tight to the net and scoring, all capable of making that pass you wouldn't expect. And that's what makes them so effective. Now, the coaching staff has done a very good job of making sure that those guys get the the freedom to do what they need to do. They'll give them a few things here or there, little tips, here's some video. But the fact that those four guys uh, are as good at goal scoring as they are at passing, it just it's too hard to defend because now you're guessing, and that's what you're seeing. A guy will sell out for the shot, and it's a pass. The guy will put his, go into this passing lane, but he leaves the shooting lane open. And that's why the Oilers' power play is always going to have success because their star players, their players with the puck on the stick, are, frankly, they're better than the players they're playing against, and you have an advantage because you got a man, one man more than them. It, it's hard to stop. And even when they don't score, it always seems like they were just about to, and the goaltender made a big save. Rob, thanks for joining us. We'll hook up uh, once before the Oilers uh, have their playoff series, which right now looks like it's probably going to be Winnipeg. Appreciate the time. Sounds good, Bob. Take care. That's Rob Brown, former teammate with both Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yeager, part of the Oilers Radio Network. We'll tell you that guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Now open to take for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. 
just before I tell you what we'll do, uh, Brendan's going to take things over at 126 here for your North Division report. I'm going to tell you there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than with Tasquin. Brent Ridgeford is a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They are open six days a week to serve you. They're following all COVID protocols to protect both customers and staff. Uncle Milt says they're low on used vehicle inventory, which makes now the perfect time for you to sell. You can reach them at Brent Ridge Ford out in Wetasco in 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Jay Woodcroft, head coach, Bakersfield Condors, coming up at 135. We'll talk a bit about Dylan Holloway's first day down with Baco in the A. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And uh, when we come back, Brendan will bring you your North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Brendan Escott with you here to bring you the Oilers Now North Division report. It's brought to you by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Uh, the standings essentially locked now. Toronto has clinched the North Division with their win over Montreal on Saturday night. Edmonton clinching second spot uh, between, or second spot period. So now it's between uh, uh, Winnipeg and Montreal for that third seed. That's obviously of interest to Oilers fans because that determines the first round opponent. Jets are up two points on the Habs with a game in hand right now. Uh, Montreal's season actually concludes with this Oilers series. Calgary right now eight back of Montreal for the fourth and final playoff spot. Uh, just four games left. So barring a statistical miracle, everything's set in the North Division. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home. It all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. List it, sell it, move on. At least as far as who's in and who's out, it is yet to be determined a little bit closer with the Jets and uh, and the Habs in terms of the Oilers' opponents. So part of that to be determined tonight. We'll see who's able to get it done. Habs always play them tough, especially out east. That's where the game will be live from tonight on 6.30. Ched, 5 p.m. puck drop, 3.30 for your City Ford face-off show. We'll send it off to Eileen Bell for a global news weather traffic update. Bob back in conversation with Bakersfield. Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft on the other side. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.